Welcome back to another edition of Billy West Live. It's uh, it's really my great pleasure again to welcome Kirk Swallow, the CEO of the Natchitoches Regional Medical Center, to give us another COVID update. And, uh, Kurt, again, being very generous with your time, appreciate you joining us again. We're not here to alarm the public, uh, to alert anybody, just to provide information. You've uh, you've got some new statistics. We had you on a couple of weeks ago. Uh, kind of give our listeners here in the area what's going on with COVID and what's going on at the Natchitoches Regional Medical Center. Great. Thank you, Billy. It's a pleasure to be back with you to really just um, share some information about COVID. Uh, today, uh, you know, if you look at the stats that came from the seat from the Louisiana Department of Health, uh, we actually had our single highest positive rate today. It was a little over 29,000. Uh, again, I think that was a cleanup from over the weekend. You know, typically hospitals are supposed to report on a daily basis, uh, but sometimes we'll see a cleanup like a uh, cleanup of numbers. So that really pushes our positive across the state of, of actual known uh, positivity a little over a million, so a million twenty-five thousand. Uh, that does not take into account people that were asymptomatic or maybe tested at home and did not go into a clinic to have those results entered into the state national database. So it's very likely many more than a million people in Louisiana have tested positive because as we've discussed on a couple of other previous uh, versions, there are a lot of people who either test at home, they don't turn the results in, or they're positive and they don't test. So that's, that's an interesting thing about our statistics. So over a quarter of our population has had COVID and it's probably likely much more than that. Yeah, we would predict that number significantly higher. Mm -hmm. If you look now at the Omicron wave that started really in South Africa, started in early November, it swept across Europe, uh, it is sweeping across the U.S. Um, it is, again, as we talked about, really transmissible and um, very viral, uh, but majority of people have very minor symptoms. Uh, and they predict, some of the CDC scientists, that up to 90% of people may be a, totally asymptomatic, never know they've had it. Uh, again, the symptoms are pretty mild. So we would, we would estimate that that number is probably 25% higher, positivity that, we, that people just were exposed, had it, never knew they did. Right. And that's actually a good thing, probably, as uh, we're getting maybe into an endemic phase as opposed to a pandemic phase. And a lot of that has it's just some of this wording, but the herd immunity, things everybody has listened for, we've all been hopeful for. Are we getting to that stage, Kurt? You think we're, where we're getting into the endemic phase where herd immunity is going to actually help us all because so many people have had the infection? I, I think we're there. I think we're getting close to that. Uh, if you look today, uh, you look at hospitalizations, a little over 2,300 uh, citizens are hospitalized across the state. That's only 600 below the Delta variant. Um, the, if there's a silver lining with all this, the fact that about 50% of those who will be called um, uh, were incidental findings. Mm -hmm. um, they were not coming in with a, 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 an acute COVID diagnosis. So I think it is, gonna, it, it is a positive thing. I believe we will see a pretty rapid decline between over the next three weeks uh, to numbers down to a significantly lower than what we're seeing today from a positivity. Uh, by the spring, we should truly be at herd immunity at that point. And you, in our last interview, you know, you were predicting on the East Coast, New York, some things that have actually come true, yeah. thankfully. Your, your predictions were accurate. You were looking at statistical yeah. data. 
and kind of provide our listeners with that update because that's encouraging what you had predicted and what has come true. Well, uh, what we talked about a, a few weeks ago was because the transmissible nature of this, it moves pretty quickly. And uh, the, uh, from onset to and duration, it's only about three days for those that are vaccinated and are in pretty good health. Whereas the, some of the previous um, uh, strains and variants, people were 10 days, 12, 14 days. Uh, it, it, again, it's much milder for the vast majority. There, we're still having deaths, but nothing to the magnitude of anything we'd see on the first four waves. Uh, so that, that number's better. It's much better. Uh, again, we think we will be at herd immunity uh, in the spring. If you look at Natchitoches Parish, our positivity rate still is about 24%. So the number's up there. And again, that does not take into account those people that, that are asymptomatic, didn't even know they had the virus, or have tested at home, uh, and it's not been reported to the state um, data bank. Well, I, I want to get your, your thoughts about what you said about three weeks, maybe, or the spring for herd immunity, but your prediction for the numbers in Natchitoches Parish in this region, you can sort of see it come through Louisiana, because yeah. there was some scary news out of Oklahoma yesterday that they're out of hospital beds. Um, we're not there in Louisiana, so we want to make sure and just provide information, not scare people. But it's getting to be problematic with yeah. bedroom and beds in hospitals in Louisiana. I mean, is that accurate to say? And do we need to be careful? And obviously, I'd yeah. like for you to talk about those issues. Yeah, I think we do need to be careful, and I'll tell you why. Uh, because today, the staffing shortage is worse than it was in the first four uh, variants. You know, we we talked about it getting better, and it's really moved from a in-hospital infection to a outpatient infection. So as a result of that, people started moving around a little bit more, but are, we are seeing a larger labor shortage. So even though there are fewer patients in the beds, the crunch is still the same for hospitals. Region one and region two, which is Orleans and Baton Rouge areas, they are, they are totally full today. Right. So a little and different they're about 10 us. days ahead of us, right? They are. They're about 10 days. We, our numbers have stayed steady and uh, have never gone above 10 patients um, in this area. And those, actually, those numbers today are lower than they've been. Um, we, we're in a good spot. Uh, again, we don't see the, we may see the admissions, but you don't see the number of ventilator patients. Right. So they're coming in, as I talked about earlier, this incidental finding. But what we're looking, what we're seeing with that, uh, Billy, at the end of the day, it's really not an incidental finding. It, uh, COVID exacerbates a chronic medical condition. Let's take diabetes. It's causing those patients to have elevated sugar, mm -hmm. as we call it, diabetic ketoacidosis. And it's secondary to the infection. So in essence, it, it may have been an incidental finding as part of a screening to be admitted into the hospital for the diabetes, mm -hmm. and they find out they have COVID which is probably the underlying condition. And obviously people with comorbidities need to be more careful. Yep. Uh, they need to mask. Uh, and obviously you're the expert, uh, Kurt. What, what are your thoughts and your advice for people who are listening to this podcast who are concerned? And they say, oh my goodness, 10 more days of this before we hit our peak or, uh, you yeah. know, to use uh, maybe a different word than you did. But if we still got another eight or 10 days, maybe before we're at our max, if we're that far behind Baton Rouge and New Orleans statistically, what's your advice for the folks listening out there as to how they should try to protect themselves as best they can? Well, I, I think people should continue to mask when they're in uh, crowds mm -hmm. uh, and social distance. We still are, still are encouraging people to get vaccinated. If you have not vaccinated today, you can get vaccinated at our walk-in clinic 
seven days a week. Uh, that's open 8 to 8 at 740 Kaiser Avenue. And there's still a majority of the physicians, private doctors in this community are vaccinating as well. So we strongly encourage people to still, if you're unvaccinated, to begin your vaccination series. And we're still under 50% vaccination rate here in the Correct. Correct. And that, that, that needs to improve, hopefully. And people who are vaccinated are having... Uh, let's call it less severe symptoms statistically. Is that correct. fair? Uh, that's correct. And you'll see what's what's really interesting is the 65 and older population, we're about 80% vaccinated here in this parish. Mm -hmm. So we match the national average. Where we drop off suddenly is in that 30 to 40 year old age group. Right. That's the group that feels, you know, I'm, I'm uh, healthy. I've had no issues and I don't have a need for the, vaccina the vaccine. And if I get COVID, then I'll be immune. Well, what we're seeing, that's not the case. Right. It's no different than the flu. The flu has 124 strains. Every year, epidemiologists pick what they believe will be the top four strains, and that's what your flu vaccine is for. So like what we saw people getting positive a second time now, they had one of the earliest strains, and then this Omicron is a different variant. Right. So they're, they're catching that as well. Right. Uh, and, and we've seen some people in prior years get two strains of the flu in one year. I interviewed Dr. Julian Bales a long time ago, and he was talking about the history of the Spanish flu. He had some really interesting comments if people want to go back in the podcast uh, archives and, and listen to that again. But he was talking about how that took two and a half years, and there was like three to five waves. Yeah. So we're now in the third, maybe fourth wave of this particular worldwide pandemic. So that's somewhat encouraging to me as someone who's not a scientist, but who listens to you guys who are scientists. What, what are your thoughts about that? Is, is that what you see statistically where we're at? I, I, I think you're right. We're really on the fifth wave now. And um, what we're seeing based on the positivity rates, even if you look at Louisiana, uh, when you add those statistics up, we will truly be at herd immunity, meaning at least 75% of the population has either been vaccinated or has had one or two variants of the virus. So we're, we're going to be there. And, and he's right. Typically, if you've seen these global pandemics in history, they last 24 months to 30 months. Okay. Um, the Spanish flu was debilitating, killed nearly 100 million people worldwide. It right. was it was a staggering uh, death rates. Uh, we have not seen that with COVID, although they are large, large numbers, um, over 15,000 in Louisiana. Nothing like the Spanish flu. C right. Correct. Nothing like the Spanish flu and nothing like what we've seen in some of these really bad flus over the last 10 to 15 years. Mm -hmm. uh, nonetheless, it's still something to be, to, to, to look at. You know, if you listen to scientists and they're, they're all over the board today, they will tell you over time we should start seeing milder and milder strains and then every once in a while you might have one that'll pop up and be more severe it will become really like another rhinovirus which is a cold or like a flu type virus i don't think it's ever going to go away i think we will it'll be around i don't think it's going to be to the degree we're used to seeing i believe people will go positive and we'll test them we won't be you won't be seeing the masks Right. You know, in the next three to four years, you won't see that anymore. Um, it will be like we treat the flu today. Right. Um, and then in the life of a virus, obviously, it mutates and mutates down over time. So obviously, yep. it loses its virulence. Uh, and that's good news. I I'm, I'm so happy to hear that from you. It's sort of prove proving out statistically what you pr predicted. Now, y'all are still providing uh, through the NRMC and your, your walk-in clinic testing and some testing kits. Talk about that for our listeners, where they can okay. get testing kits. 
Tomorrow, which is the Meaning 19th, Wednesday the 19th. Tomorrow, Wednesday the 19th, right. we will be uh, issuing out uh, free self-testing kits uh, between 1 and 4 p.m. at our walk-in clinic, 740 Kaiser Avenue. All you need to do is bring your uh, your photo ID with you, and uh, two testing kits will give out to each person that comes up as, and while supplies last. And again, not to scare, but the reason the ID is to limit to two, uh, yes. so they can identify you're going to get two tests, and then right. uh, obviously until supplies last, you can pick up those testing kits. And that's, that's good to give people comfort at home where they can test at home and see if they have COVID. And then obviously if they have started having symptoms, they need to seek uh, their primary care physician right. uh, if necessary. Kurt, it, it's so good to have you again uh, back for an update. It seems statistically as the things you predicted mm -hmm. a few weeks ago are coming true. We may still be in for another week or 10 days of worry and or watching, uh, mm -hmm. you know, the numbers and the hospitalizations. But thankfully, many of the things you predicted over the last few weeks seem to be coming true and hope they continue to do so because you've been dead on with your predictions. Kurt, thank you so much for joining us on Billy West Live. I think it's very important to get this information out. Absolutely. Appreciate it. And if you uh, you need me back on again, let me know. Well, let's do it again in another 10 days or so. We'll, we'll update the public again. But thank you so much for your information. You're welcome. Kurt, Have a good day. Thank you. Kirk Swallow has been our guest on Billy West Live.